Somebody taught me everything that I know. There's a level of that that's true. Um, Hey, while you guys are finding your seats, if you have your Bibles, let's go ahead and open up to Psalm 19. If you don't have your Bibles and you packed a Bible to camp, remember, bring your Bibles to chapel. We want you guys to be tracking along with where we are teaching from. And if you don't have a Bible, we want to give you a Bible. So if you still have yet to get one, you can get one after chapel um, in the back from our lead counselors. Okay, once you guys get to Psalm 19, give me a yip yip. I like it. I always know when you're lying, too, because I hear someone say it, and I look, and I'm like, it's not open, but hey, that's okay. At least it was fun to participate. Um, hey, in just a few moments, what I'm going to do is I'm going to dismiss you guys from chapel, and we're going to do so silently without any talking, and you guys are going to go to a time of solo time or solitude time where you guys are going to open up God's word, and you are going to read from it, and you are going to take notes and journal, and you're going to pray, and you're going to ask the Lord to help you and understand what his word is saying. And so this morning, I want to give you guys a passage that will help you and prompt you guys that I would encourage you guys that as you guys go to solo time to spend time looking at this passage. We have a really, really wonderful and unique opportunity here at Hume Lake where we live and where you guys get to come and be at camp for a week. It's beautiful. Am I right? Like you look out and you're like, wow, this is a really, really, really incredible place. You can look out over the lake and you see the gigantic mountains that are at the head of the King's Canyon. And just below those mountains is a massive canyon that I wish you guys could all see. And then you look at the trees and you see how beautiful they are. Everywhere we look here, it's just beautiful. At night, we can see the stars and the moon. At the daytime, it's the sun. It's gorgeous. So what I want to show to you guys here in this passage is that David, he is writing the psalm. He begins by praising God for revealing himself through his creation. He begins by saying, thank you, Lord, for revealing who you are by what you have created. And it says this in Psalm 19.1. It says, the heavens declare the glory of God, And the sky proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pour out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber. And like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. In other words, David is looking out at creation and he's praising God for what he has done, what he's created by the work of his hands and the breath of his life. And he says, the heavens declare the glory of God. The sky above proclaims his handiwork. And so in a few moments, as you guys are going to be outside, kind of scattered around camp, I would encourage you guys to lift up your chins and look at the creation around you. Look at the mountains around you right? They demonstrate and they show the glory of who God is, the the intentionality in his creation, the beauty in his creation. It is not chaotic, right? It is purposeful. It is intentional. And so you guys are going to get to go and you're going to get to sit among the creation of God and you get to praise him for what he's created. And then I love this. In verse 7, David now transitions into praising God for um, revealing who he is through his written word. And he says this, He says, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. 
and the rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. I don't know about you guys, but you look around this world, right, and there's not really anything that we can point to and go, man, this is perfect. Man, this doesn't suck, right? There's so much brokenness and imperfection in our world, and yet David here is saying that the law of the Lord, the word of God, is perfect, and it revives our soul. That his testimony is sure or it's certain. It makes wise the simple. I would be, we would be considered simple, right? We are of simple mind. In Acts 4, it talks about Peter and John, two of Jesus' disciples, and it says as they're before the council, before they're about to be arrested, it says that they had recognized that they had been with Jesus by who they were. It says that they were common, uneducated men. I am a common, uneducated woman who desires to know God more and more. And it says that the testimony of the Lord, the word of the Lord is sure, and it makes wise the simple as we pray and ask God for his help to discern what is written in his word. It says the precepts of the Lord are right. They are rejoicing the heart. It brings joy to our heart in a world of chaos and pain and confusion and brokenness. We have the word of God that can bring joy to us. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening of the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. He ends and he says, they are all righteous. They are all correct. They are all good. And then at the very end in in verse 10, it says, more to be desired are they than gold. What is he referring to when he says they? More to be desired are they. What was he just talking about? The laws, right? The word of God. He says more to be desired is the word of God than gold. He takes something of the utmost value in that time. And he says God's word is to be desired more than that. More than gold, right? For us today, what would you guys place value on that you're like, Bitcoin. Someone said that last week, and I feel like now I'm learning a lot about your generation. Okay, Bitcoin. Great, right? So more to be desired are the words of God than anything that we place value on this side of eternity. Even much fine gold, also or sweeter also than honey, and drippings from the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and keeping them is their great reward. And so in a few moments, in just a minute, I'm going to pray. But this is the passage of scripture that I would like you guys to spend time in over the next kind of 25 minutes. When I dismiss you guys, you guys are going to leave silently. You're going to find a place around camp. You do need to stay kind of in small camp boundaries so you're not going over to Meadow. Uh, You can go back to your cabin if you need to. But we would ask, just go out by the lake, find a rock, sit on the rock, look up at the trees above you that are so massive. Look at the mountains over the lake and praise God for who he is, for what he created, and that he reveals himself to us through his creation, and then he reveals himself to us through his written word. Praise God for that. Let me pray, um, and then in a minute I'm going to dismiss you guys. Father, we thank you so much for your word. God, we thank you that we live in a space where we can open your word, God, without fear of, God, persecution, just honestly. So God, thank you that we can be here and ponder us at chapel together as we open your word and study it and try to better understand you. God, we thank you that you reveal yourself to us through your creation, God, and you reveal yourself to us and you speak to us through your word. God, would you speak to us this morning as we spend time reading your word, God, praying through your word, God, asking for help to discern and understand all that it is that you have for us. So God, we love you and we pray these things in your name. Amen.